for me, it's good enough. For you, it's good enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What a way to bring in on a Friday. It's Friday. Night. Well, hello there. Hello. How are you? It's not just any Friday. Welcome. It's Black Friday. And I hope none of you were killed today. The reports are still coming in. We are waiting. <laughs> it's still or We decided to record a little bit earlier in the day today. So we do not know what is transpiring. Let's just hope visa visa v visa um le, le shopping. So please, if you're going to Walmart and you're in the states, please gird your loins. Honest okay? to goodness, the whole idea of lining up at a place after a holiday at like four in the morning simply because you want to get a TV. No desire, none. So it's Friday. It is, and hello everyone. Hello Thank everyone. You. Thank you for coming to join us for another fun filled. Fun-filled episode. It's number 126 of Disturbingly Pragmatic. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. Disturbingly Pragmatic. That's a throwback to one of my earlier songs. Yeah. So, a little TMI right off the top here. Yeah. I have a, um, what I want to call a pimple, but I think it's bigger than a pimple, right on my shoulder blade in the back. And it is driving me up a gd wall okay it's very tender it's very sore and i can't reach it <laughs> <sighs> so i have to say the difference between paul and i when it comes to pimples and things is that paul really really likes i really enjoy give me dr pimple popper give me extractions give me things to do with the the nails <laughs> <laughs> on the feet as well, um, earwax. What on the feet? Like doing like um, ingrown, no god, oh god, no, come on, yeah. Again, I said right off the bat, TMI. Right? Do you like watching eye surgery as I well? I do. Facelifts. Did I tell you? Did I? Did we already talk about this? I know we're, we're jumping right in here, but you said eyes. Did you see the woman who had contact lenses? Yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you're going to say. Twenty-five right now. of them. Jesus and you can see the mm. optometrist or, you know, the doctor, whoever, which one, slowly roll one out and just they start popping out like one after another. She just kept putting them in? She, they kept, yeah. She's, I don't know what the exact reason was, but. Because she's stupid? I can you, give you the exact. You stupid bitch. <laughs> That's the fucking guy. There's like, one reason why. It's because she's incredibly stupid. But honestly, like there was, tw I think it was 25, maybe uh. 28. Fucking but, contact lenses. I, I imagine them pulling it out, and it looks like a like a, a can of Pringles. No, but that's the thing. You can sort of start seeing them, and then as you start, <sighs> like one came out, two, and then all of a sudden you had like three, four, five, six, seven, and you're she's doing it. I think she's doing it with like a Q-tip, like slowly rolling them out. <sighs> but there's like a a solution that they put in there, so everything is like that neon green. So it's even more horrific, is what you're saying? No, it's not horrific. It's fascinating. I don't like to watching me. anything that has to do with the eyes. I know, but it's and fascinating. I don't, and that would freak me out. And why are you so stupid? I'm not particularly sure how that all came about. To be honest, like I feel like you didn't read you, the instructions. I mean, I've never had to wear contacts, but I I feel like if I had to, I'd be like, oh, this goes in, one comes out. Yeah, one goes in, one comes out. But you know. People have experienced contact lenses for many years now. This is not a new technology. What? You know, I mean, There's everybody, no of everybody knows some asshole who has to carry their like little case of shit and they suddenly have, oh my God, my contact lens, I gotta go to the one. <laughs> they do this sort of shit. So how do you not know not to pull them out instead of just layering them on? You fucking idiot. Are so you just weird. trying to get like a, like one of those Benjamin Franklin sort of thing? But I guess for Spectacles. me, it's like, at what point, like 25 pairs, were you just continuing to put them in regardless of any that? irritation? What? At what point How? did you just go, oh, no, this is now unbearable? It's the 25th. Uh, apparently. Apparently the 25, 25 yeah, was 25. one pair okay. too many. That's true. She uh, was fine with 24. 
She was like, ah, this is fine. This is fine. It's irritating. This but I'm level good. of irritation is fine. 25 disappeared. Oh, hell no. She just looks like she's got 24 7 pink eye. That's me dialing a phone. And there's a lot of numbers. Apparently to where? Uzbekistan? <laughs> Jesus Christ. How many fucking numbers were in there? It's long distance. It's okay, the, apparently. It's the private, private doctor. Oh, here we have people dying behind us again. There has been a significant amount of ambulances yep. going and fire in trucks. and out within the last couple days. A lot. Yeah. A lot, David. Yeah. A lot of sadness. A lot of sadness in this in this neighborhood. A lot of people dropping dropping dead before the holidays. Anyway, so it's Friday night. Now that we've disgusted everybody away with the talk of pimple poppings and eyeballs, I find that stuff so fascinating. And I I think I've mentioned this to you before on the show. Like when I see it, and there's that initial buildup. Like I get a tension in my body. Like I can feel yeah. like a. Wasn't there some sort of weep? Wasn't there some fucking game or some sort of thing that you could get that it has like some sort of gross shit in it, and you can like, yeah, it's like you're popping a pimple. It's like a fidget type of thing where you but like actual stuff. Yeah, people have made like edible cupcakes and stuff where it's like you do it and it's like a cream that comes out or something, right? But. uh Oh, I'm yeah, not impressed. It is so fascinating to me. <laughs> right? Anything derm- dermatological yeah. der- it is fascinating to me. Hey, do you want to hear a... Gr- uh, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know the, ar- the action of throwing somebody out a window? Yes. There's a word for that. Like an... A- like, yeah. Okay, it's not just called throwing someone out of the window? No. It's called defenestration. Defenestration? Yeah. Defena. Defenestration. Interesting. Tossing you out a window. (laughs) Thank Christ I have a net. And you know what else? What? Eyes being taken out is an enucleation. That I knew. Yeah, I know, because I've told you about that. Mm. That was one thing at the funeral home. Just two ice cream scoops. Eye enucleations I just didn't like. No, it didn't work. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, I didn't mean for what, it to be what? that loud. That's okay. No, that's perfect. Where did um what 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 brought this on? Well, because Chucky, we just finished watching oh, Chucky. Oh, that's right, the season two of Chucky. And <laughs> and and he was at the end singing the twenty two days of Christmas because I think that they were talking about twenty two deaths in the show for this season. But he was talking about defenestration, which is one of his favorite ways of killing people, <gasps> and and an eye enucleation, where that one character threw a knife into the eye of the nun. <laughs> What a uh, wild series. That w- that season was bonkers. <laughs> was, like bonkers sauce. Like, it was it was truly it was really fun. No, I love the show. I find it incredibly fun because it is so self-referential mm. and meta and and it's LGBTQ positive like ridiculously <laughs> i really liked inclusive the and forwardness in terms of like the character like jennifer tilly jennifer like, fucking she, tilly and the fact that they brought in her sister her real life yeah, Meg, sister meg tilly joe pantaliano <laughs> like these people were killed off this season like and the actual people gina <laughs> like, gershon gina gershon and, as the um, aunt <laughs> who was the who was the third person there was three people joe was, pantaliano and her, I thought and Meg Tilly. I thought there was another person. There was another person. There was a fourth person. Okay, I don't remember. I cannot remember. I cannot remember. But anyway, anyways, no, it was a really good. It was a really interesting. Oh, Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa, but he was in last season. But boy, howdy! <laughs> this season, his death in this season. Oh my god, it was, was beyond ridiculous. <laughs> over and over and, and like over. They, they played it fourteen <laughs> times. It was phenomenal, and he does this stupid face. There's like this face that he makes right before he dies. It was yeah, so if you want, go watch the second season it was, of Chucky. It was uh <laughs> it was it was good. It was hyper camp this season. Oh totally. Like the camp on this season was whew, 
that was like a, that was like a that was a good like five. Yeah, or it was six. ratcheted. <laughs> it was ratched, you know, because it, it it just you gotta ratchet it up on the second season. But what I find interesting about the whole child's play thing is that the entire series, all of the movies, all of the TV shows, mm. they all are canon. Yes, there's no split timelines or any shit like this. There's no Halloween where now. You know, <laughs> we're disregarding most of the movies and right. any nothing like that. And it's because Don Mancini has been in it right from the get-go. And just how interesting it is and, and how far the technology of the puppet puppetry puppetry and things like that. Some of the some of the some of the puppetry is the fucking puppetry hilarious. This season was so funny though. Oh my god. Was hilarious. Ah, 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 <laughs> just the, the being zapped or whatever oh it was. It was I, just. Ah. But but Brad Dourif playing Jackie's voice from the get go, and now his daughter's involved in it, and she's just fantastic. That would that's really cool. Yeah. I like the way she does the the impersonation when and her, she played Jackie, him. She's fantastic. Yeah, it's so good. It was. I, it's just really cool. Like, and that's the thing. I I've never seen. I've never seen like all of the child plays movies child's play child's play what did i say child child play? plays child plays the child plays you sound like an old person talking about on show that they like on television and you have to do you know the one with the lady with the red hair <laughs> i love lucy <laughs> and she no, talks to she... the gentleman down the street <laughs> at the little corner store you know you know why she suddenly from fargo so so hey it's friday night we're gonna get drunk we're gonna get late we're gonna be late on monday amy sedaris night as always on the friday nights and i hope that you all enjoyed our john billingsley episode last episode that was fun yeah i had a, I had a good time i had a really good time yes but uh, and, and it's uh it's thanks well it was thanksgiving for the our american friends mm-hmm. so have a happy belated thanksgiving to happy the Ameri- belated thanksgiving to the americans yes i hope that you didn't murder too many turkeys <laughs> <laughs> did you see joe biden pardoned a, a criminal turkey <laughs> apparently what? this turkey i don't know the details was like terrorizing some home or whatever and like broke into this house and like was like r- like making damage all making damage like doing damage or whatever and they caught it and then he was pardoned <laughs> like i don't know this is really stupid like it was kind of dumb but it, i don't know i don't know the full details i just it was one of those things where i skimmed by and i said is this what he pardoned, he pardoned, like, So it was a, an actual criminal, criminal turkey. turkey. It's like, not just you're being pardoned from the... <laughs> the death of yeah. being slaughtered and eaten. Getting some gravy on you. So does that, like, last forever, sorry. the pardon? Or does that... Like, I mean, like, seriously, like, could they get slaughtered the next Thanksgiving? I have no idea. I don't really give a shit. It's so dumb. What a dumb Anyways, thing. Anyways, it was just Pardoning funny. turkeys. They like, have... what a stupid thing. <laughs> but at least this one committed crimes. Right. <laughs> so you may have noticed that I was singing Good Enough for You, Good Enough for Me. Yeah. Good enough. The Goonies soundtrack. Good enough yeah. for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, why? Well, you love that movie. I fucking, yes. No, I fucking, that was my childhood, childhood. movie. Yeah. God damn. 13 years old. I, I was less than a month 13. So when, what happened? June 7th, 1985. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. What happened? Why are you bringing this up? Well, because this is a Pacific Northwest haunts and homicides sort of area type of thing, because it's in Astoria, Oregon, where it was filmed. Oh, okay. The Goonies house is up for sale. Oh, really? And holy fuck if I had the money. How much is it being listed for? Approximately $1.7 million. Sure, let's just call up the bank. No, but like, I mean, <laughs> if I had the money and the ability to buy this house... I wouldn't live there. Does people? Does people? Do people currently live there? Yeah. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's been somebody who's owned it for quite some time. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, you is can it just run down. Well, is it listless? There's the picture. So go to the so go to the shoe newts, and you can see the picture of it. So it kind of looks like shit, but you know the fact of the matter is it's an 1896 Victorian home. But the nostalgia factor of this fucking building. Oh my God! You know what I just said? Get off my lawn! I don't want my house being pictured. 
Well, that she's <laughs> but that's the thing is that this person who owned the house, like she'd have to put up with hundreds of people yes. coming to this house every day, daily. Just, all I want to do is sit in my front veranda, yeah, on my couch while I drink a sarsaparilla. <laughs> I mean, we're in Oregon. We're not, we're not in, in like... oldie time fucking <laughs> saloon in Utah. Owner Sandy. I want to Pre- just drink my craft beer and smoke my, my marijuana, okay? is is I'm pretty sure marijuana is legal in Oregon. In Oregon? Must be. Absolutely. Must Port be. Hello. That's where Portland is located. What? <laughs> in Oregon. <laughs> okay. We, we we would we would fit in Oregon pretty well, I think. In certain areas in of certain Oregon. Areas. Some areas were voting to secede from Oregon to join Iowa, I think. Why yeah. Iowa? Of anyway, all whatever. Uh, I don't really care potatoes? about politics bullshit. So potatoes? Let's, I've is had that enough. The potatoes? <laughs> totally. <laughs> no, I think it's more white supremacy. Okay. But but the potatoes are the real draw, yeah, right? <laughs> pretty much. That and the white supremacy. Potatoes with a side of white supremacy. No red potatoes, only white potatoes. Yeah, only white potatoes. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ, Paul. Can you stop bashing the shit out of your microphone? You've done it 14 times. And honest to God, honest to God. I know. Didn't say a thing. And now I'm going to. All right. Owner Sandy Preston. So that's the owner was known to have been largely welcoming to visitors, but she lived in the house full-time and the constant crowds were strained that prompted her at times to close it to foot traffic, which you can understand. Yeah, the, I heard, as soon as you said this, I said, no, I'm I'm annoyed by this already. What? I would never buy this house. No, of course I wouldn't buy this house, but right. still, it'd be, neat to, it, it'd be neat to have, but I think that most of the people that are looking to buy it aren't looking to live in it. They're looking to open it up to the public. As like a museum or something like that. Like the Christmas house story that I think was also up for sale right now, uh, where they basically turned that into a museum for the Christmas story movie. Oh, and then your neighbors just have to hear a bunch of out of towners coming by. Well, they've been doing that all this time anyway. And when you put up the no trespassing sign, guess what? The neighbors are the ones where they actually stop (laughs) Mm -hmm. because they can't trespass any further. So you're just in front of the neighbor's house. Exactly. That's a bigger pain in the ass. No, I wouldn't want that. That is a hassle to me. But no, I just, I had so many dreams of being in Sean Astin's room with him when I was 13 years old. And we would, we would just be there making out going, "Mm, Goonies never die. Mm." (laughs) It's our turn down here, down here. <laughs> Did you envision from the corner of the room? Hey, you guys. <laughs> Baby Ruth. No, I didn't. That wasn't part of my sexual fantasy at the time. <laughs> Although Josh Berlin did show up a few times to lift some weights while we were doing things. All right, so that's my story for Friday night. <laughs> I, my mind is going really, really terrible places with sloth right Ugh. now. John Matuzek. Just really terrible. And I can't say anything because it's not cool. Well, the oral would be good because there'd be a lot of drool. <laughs> so listen, I want to talk to you about something. <laughs> Let's, I'm going to move, move us along. Baby Ruth. So baby Ruth. You know, weddings. Oh fuck! Here we go. Okay, but weddings in general, right? Can you can you just let people know my view of weddings? Yeah, you're not into weddings. No, you I'm think not. They're a waste of time, right? Oh my god! And, and it's my money. fucking Saturday, as if I want to spend my entire Saturday here. But with you know, people, they're all all different types of weddings, right? Mm-hmm. You've got you know the lavish, extravagant type of wedding of the big fat Greek variety. Sure, right? Okay. Yes. You you know you have different types of weddings where you know they're like you know shabby chic, little, <laughs> little, little boho, right? What is boho? bohemian or something oh is that yeah i'm pretty sure i didn't know that like boho chic what does that even mean right you've got um you know you've got like your basic type of wedding like you know maybe it's just a little you know down at the pub or something like that right yeah something nice and so but there seems to have been in the last while or in the last like 10 15 years there's there's you know trends when it comes to weddings whether it be like decoration whether it be colors but then now people are you know getting a little bit more creative you know you saw the whole flash mob type of thing happening you saw like the secret dance where they start to dance and they're like oh you hear a scratch of a music and then a couple practice some dance or whatever right i would 
fucking die right? at something like that. Like seriously, I would just be like, I don't even know what I'm watching. So right you now. think that you that would be really bad? It would be awkward and uncomfortable. Now, I would be horrified. What would happen if you were a guest and unbeknownst to you? <laughs> You hear music and it's an outdoor wedding. It's a small little outdoor wedding. And you turn around and there are six individuals carrying a casket down the aisle at the wedding. Is dad here? <laughs> a black casket. What is this? Wait, what? So is, did they go dig up dad? No, no, no. This is the wedding. Stay All rise. And is a black casket. Somebody is being in the casket. <laughs> so apparently, there is now some. There is a debate online on whether or not this was a smart idea. Um, the groom decided that he wanted to be brought into his wedding to get married to his partner. I'm assuming in a casket. I'm assuming now. Yeah. Here's his thought process. Yeah. This is going to be fucking epic. This is going to be lit, as they say. I'm going to make fun of the metaphor that getting married is the end of your life by showing up in a casket. Right? Aren't I hilarious? Is that? Did I get that right? So someone in the crowd videotaped it happening. Oh my god! Everybody was incredibly shocked. knew Nobody knew what was going on. Even the the person <laughs> officiating looks like a little bit more like a it's a liberal, very liberal type <laughs> of thing, and they looked incredibly like taken aback, like oh my gosh, because right? nothing is funnier yeah. so than bringing up death at a funeral. But you don't or at, you, a, at a wedding. So you see this casket going down, coming uh-huh. down this aisle, and it's outdoors. It's in like this little greenery area. Uh-huh. It gets. They rotate it so that it's horizontal, and then they stand in front of it, the people that are carrying the casket. Uh-huh. The casket opens. The pallbearers, you mean? Yeah, but yes. not the, anyways, yes. best men, best women, oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, the pallbearers. <laughs> At a wedding. And then the <laughs> groom steps out, and then then that was the end of the video. <laughs> but here's the bigger kicker, and this is what me, I'm like, what? type of straight bullshit is this honest to god well this is such a guy a straight guy thing to do thinking that it's funny here's what 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 the truth is though david and this is where we need we need to talk about this we need to talk to kevin this (laughs) was a man who was marrying another man and the other man had zero clue what was going on oh my god (laughs) this This, was a gay this was a gay wedding because I'm sorry, that is a straight guy thing to do. That's all not of, a gay guy thing to all do. All of the articles I was reading, and then I found one that was v- more recent, and they're like, oh, by the way. And then they made a TikTok about it, and they explained it. He was like, oh, well, I wanted to do it because, you know, it was kind of like, a you know, the old me is dead, and I'm stepping into my new life because I wasn't a good person before, and I've come a long way, and it was supposed to be, like, metaphorical. Have you really come a long way? And you know, and his partner's there. Like his partner, even in this video, is like he looks like Eugene in the Try Guys. Yeah, (laughs) farewell, Ned episode. No, not even. He's just like shocked, and he's like, "Yeah, I had no idea." And of course, it went viral. I'm assuming. Yeah, of course. So that is adding to the shock because when you're having your wedding, do you really want your wedding moment to go fucking viral? You know. I don't care who you are. You don't want your wedding moment to go viral because 99.9 for fucking percent of that time, that thing's going viral for a negative reason. Oh, it's or for a weird reason. It's absolutely ridiculous. Who dreamt this up? And how much was this casket too? Well, I will show you right on the oh, video. Oh. All right. All right guys, so these so are the people. <laughs> okay <laughs> honestly it was absolutely ridiculous the look on his on his partner's face he did look like just 
unbelievable. So you know when I when I tried to show you something, I was getting photos earlier and everything, and then now that I'm trying to do it, nothing of course is being shown, which I'm in love with. So, anyways, it no, I, but I just saw, I saw the look on his face. Oh, it it, <laughs> anyway, so what, we'll put it in the show notes. What would you do? What would you do? Oh, I'd start laughing. Oh yeah. No, I mean because me, I don't have a filter. But what? No, that's not true. I have a filter. I can like really, I really and truly can hold myself together because I've got that experience being a funeral director. Yeah. When you see some crazy shit, like somebody throw themselves on a casket that's lowering into the grave, yeah. Your first impression is to go. <laughs> but I honestly cannot imagine ever thinking of that. And he was taking like selfies inside of the of casket and stuff. Of course. This is most definitely more of a millennial thing or wow. younger to do. I couldn't imagine. I can't imagine that. a boomer imagine. doing this. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Three days later, they're actually in the casket. <laughs> no, at the wedding, at the altar, the casket yeah. opens. Oh, he's dead. Jerry. 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 Jerry, no. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, but do you know what the funny thing is? And then all of a sudden... <laughs> <laughs> the efficient, the fish. What is it? The efficient, the efficient, <laughs> the efficient. Just bows the head and then slowly takes off because they always wear like the scarf thing over for yeah, like yeah. a wedding. They take be it off. Fashionable. They roll it up and they put it in their pocket and then they open up their robe and there's like a selection depending on the thing and then they take out the funeral one and they <laughs> put that one on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I you're going we are, somewhere else with that. But you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like I'm switching my collar type of situation out. Yeah. Anyways, we're already here. <laughs> Two for one sale. The wedding Two reception is now awake. Yeah, but you know the person is handing is putting his hand out for both the tip for the for the wedding and the funeral. <laughs> so you best have some cash on hand because anyway. All right. So yeah. So odd, odd wedding. Yeah, like I, that's that's a wedding I would go to. Yeah. Now, but I can't believe it was a gay wedding though. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I'm still, I still right? can't get over the fact that this was a gay wedding because this is such a straight cis white guy thing to do. That's exactly what I thought was happening. Like, whenever you hear some crazy shit a guy does, <laughs> doesn't it ninety nine percent default to like some crazy straight white guy? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Now, I want to take you. On another journey. Through sight and sound. So there is a woman in Brazil. Or sorry, from Brazil. Mm -hmm. And she's having a hard time sleeping. Okay. Because she's discovered. That Masturbation. Her, that her, <laughs> her rag doll husband, who she married, is cheating on her. Okay, no. Read that again to me, please. There is a 37-year-old uh, woman from Brazil. Okay. Who married a rag doll. A rag doll. A, a life-size rag doll. So um, is this like the bear? Life-size teddy bear? Yes. The puffy, stay puffy? Yeah, but it's a rag doll, and I will show you a picture in a moment. Oh, good God. Um, and I would also like to inform you that they, they got married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They also had a child, a ragdoll child. <laughs> and now she's having marital woes because she has found out that her ragdoll husband, the ragdoll father of her ragdoll baby, <laughs> is cheating. With whom? The person who wrote who. With whom? We're not sure. <laughs> Marivon Roca Morajes. Okay. I am butchering that 100%. 37. She believes she found the love of her life. A ragdoll named Marcello. I believe when I fall in love with you, it'll be forever, Marcello. But discovered that he was possibly having an affair. <laughs> that dirty Marcello. Okay, <laughs> so so does Marcello have animatronics? The um the lady said <laughs> that um you know she said that 
the relationship is now hanging on by a thread. <laughs> Which ironically is what Marcello's made out of. But that's the thing. So not only but not only did they have a child together, they have three children together. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Three three little raggedy ends. Carol and Diego and their newborn. They're newborn. So she says, let me continue. Do these grow? I was very sad and I could barely sleep because I love my husband so much, but he denied the betrayal. I found out. I found out. Wait, so you're having a conversation with your raggedy Ann husband. Imagine how this went. Marcello. No, but here's the thing. Are you cheating on me? I found I found out through a friend who told me that she saw Marcello entering a motel with another woman while I was hospitalized for three nights and three days with Marcellinho, our son, who had a virus. At first, I thought she was lying, but then I started looking through his phone and I saw the conversations, which made me sure he was cheating. He kept denying everything and said he loves me very much, as well as asking for forgiveness and crying a lot. The argument was ugly and scared our son, who was crying. So I shouted to him, do you see what you've done? I asked him who the woman was, and he didn't respond. (laughs) She told him to sleep in the living room, and she didn't want to stay in the same room due to the betrayal. I wanted to put him out of the house, but our baby is growing up. And at this stage, he would miss his father a lot. Mm, wait, so these so these children do grow? Apparently. This is a question of mine. Yeah, apparently. These children, okay, so like, does, what happens when they grow? Like, so you got to get rid of the old dolls. Do you have to make a new doll? And so then is the old doll considered dead? I don't know. She oh continues, also, the love I feel for him made me forgive, not completely. But I don't think I could live without my husband. Heart's a little bit broken. I need to talk with him so we can decide once and for all that he doesn't cheat anymore. And if he does one more time, I won't forgive him. (laughs) You get one more chance. (sighs) No, no more chances. No more chances, Marcello. Don't fuck this up. This is a quality woman. There's a picture that she shared with like a montage of like so her pictures and stuff. Show notes and, and you can caption, see Marcello. And the caption read, The first night of our wedding we discussed and my husband went to sleep on the couch. I'm very sad. I only have time to forgive, but love speaks louder. I have to give him a hard time. Mm-hmm. I married a doll. <laughs> this is like that one who married the ghost. Remember that? Yeah. The ghost groom who was like really, really particular about his attire for the wedding and shit. So she she concluded, I'm a woman desired by many and I work, take care of myself and our home, but all he does is take care of our baby. I always remember that he promised me allegiance at the altar and I can't believe he's done this to me. I told him those who love do not betray and we have sworn to eternal love. We cannot be three. It's only the two of us for now. Our happy little boy is very well taken care of and will will be baptized soon. The fabric will be baptized soon. Because of this and our son will continue living together, but my biggest dream is owning a home one day for all of us. This was the woman that you saw at the bus stop the other night. This was that woman. Yes. Is that a baby? Is that a, I can't. I thought that. Oh my God, that's her husband? So this is her husband. Okay, so I'm now first time seeing this Marcello. And look at the baby. That's horrifying. It's, it's a cock. No, it doesn't. I thought it was googly eyes. That is a unibrow on that baby. Holy shit. This is on her wedding night. Oh, really? Can I look? Wait, zoom out. What's with that mirror? I don't know. This looks like a con- like a like a like a convalescent. No, not a convalescent. <laughs> um <laughs> Here's a, oh, there, there they are at Halloween. Halloween dressed up. Oh yeah. my God, they're dressed up like farmers. Yeah. This and is look, the, the kid has the same go up, but the kid has the same outfit. Yeah. Matching. That's relationship goals right there. Cheers. Oh my God, look, is he like? It looks like he's fingers deep. Uh, uh, oh, uh. look at that nose. He looks. He yeah. looks. He looks mad. So he doesn't look happy. Now listen, Marcello. The, the conversation here. Yeah. Although 
it is funny as fuck, okay? I'm not going to lie, okay? This is why I brought it to the table. Okay. But now... That was a good brought. Here's the thing. This mm-hmm. is where we need to have a conversation about Marcello. Marcello. Because is this fabricated? Is this real? Oh, it's is this obviously true? a stunt. Right? Or are we laughing at someone who perhaps needs medical attention in terms of mental health? <laughs> Who truly believes because there is something where people become infatuated, truly love and create fantasies with inanimate objects. Okay. And I'm just wondering. I'm not one of them. Right? We di- we were disturbed about it. And now I'm thinking. Now you're being pragmatic. pragmatic. Because I was reading this and you I was. fucking pragmatic. I was I teetering about bringing this story because it is. It, it's. It. It. To use a word that may be indelicate, but it is absurd. It's absurd to me. This whole situation. Oh my that god! Just no, it's, but it's no more absurd than the friggin' ghost room. Exactly. Is it? But I, mean, I wonder because in that I was absolutely sure is a stunt. Yeah. But I just wonder. Mm. I don't. I just find it hilarious, and then I move on with my day. Because honest to God, I got my own fucking problems to think about than to think about somebody from Brazil who fucking married a goddamn doll and has, like, little doll children. I don't understand this at all. I just laugh and laugh. It's like some jackass who shows up to his fucking wedding in a casket. Like, some sort of an asshole. Ridiculous. No matter what metaphorically you thought you were doing, you dumbass, it wasn't right. Because you know what? It's a fucking funeral. (laughs) You don't bring that to a wedding. That's so weird. Like, I would never in a million years. But then again, that's me. I'm not him. But you know what? If she's a happy person doing what she's doing, go for it. But I feel Live bad your life. because she's feeling emotions that well, her that her relationship is hanging by a thread, <laughs> and it's a rag doll. <laughs> That's what I am struggling I'm gonna with. Pass out. I'm so fucking <laughs> so yeah, hanging by a thread. Uh, uh, I'm gonna pass out. I just really hope they pull f- through for the children. <laughs> Paul. The little bambinos. I just think of them. <laughs> Paul. Because what's going to happen is if they're arguing, then the oldest child becomes responsible for the younger children. <laughs> and that's a lot of pressure to put on a child. Yeah, especially one made out of fabric. <laughs> you have to be caring, careful about the amount of pressure you put on those seams. They don't have any bones. Ah, well, listen. I think it's that time. I think it's that time. I think it's that time. It's I Wish I Didn't Know Trivia Time with Dave and Paul, your host, listening to gross things like how many boogers you can put on toast. I wish I didn't know. (laughs) It's trivia time. Trivia. You're still Do it for the children. Do Do it it for for the the children. children. But what about the children? What if the children? What are the the children? children. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Let me break out this. I can't. You know, I just, I just can't. And the amount of pictures and the, like, did (laughs) How do you react at a wedding where someone's getting married to an inanimate object? How do you react? See, those would be the weddings I want to go to. I don't want to go to regular weddings because I really don't give a fucking shit. You want to get married? <laughs> that's fine. I'm not going to like dress up on a Saturday. Piss off. You know, just you're going to get divorced anyway. But I know it's time for the thing. But I'm just saying, this is the type of wedding that I want to go to. The two that you just described. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being married to an inanimate object so I can sit there and just be like, oh, with my face. And you know my face would just be like, oh, my God. Yeah, I know. You're, you would, your mouth would be open a quite gape, large. A aghast, and a wondered, and a tittered, a twittered. That's what I would be, a tittled. And I would just be sitting there looking at everyone in the crowd, and we'd all exchange glances like, can you believe this motherfucking horseshit we're all watching right now? Is this a sheer delusion? Or is this actually happening right now? (laughs) But the reception, that's the best part of the night. It is, because I would love to see the first dance. (laughs) I'd love to see the garter. With the fog, Mm. with the smoke machine, and then they break (sighs) out in a choreographed dance routine. (laughs) So anyways, I have a question. She ties his legs to hers and she does this fucking dance. 
there's actually several ropes that are hung from the ceiling that she can hook up the hands to, mm-hmm. and then she can dance freely. And there's like Woo! a pulley. Yeah, <laughs> that, like and, and that's useful for later that night too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, they do have three children, yeah, so Marcello is horny. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Okay, okay. so I wish I didn't know. Question: <laughs> A study concluded. That women were sexually aroused mm-hmm. while viewing footage of these animals having sex. Honey badgers. <laughs> Dogs, lions, horses, or chimps? I want to say horses because of the big long cock, but it's probably lions. Incorrect. Chimps, apparently. Chimps. Chimps. <laughs> Debra. <laughs> Why Deborah? <laughs> so do they masturbate to it? What the fuck? Why would you be all oh chimpanzees? Look at that. I don't know. Let's ask let's ask Boopy Cassie because remember when she had the the chimpanzee sitting there jerking <laughs> off to her? She's now become an expert. She's an expert. She's an expert in chimp sex. <laughs> Our friend Spoopy Cassie. All right, question. Yeah. Ever wonder what people use before the invention of cups and bowls? Vaseline. Here's the disgusting answer. Mm-hmm. Bones. Dried animal skins. Mm-hmm. Horse hooves. Mm-hmm. Dishware made from dried out feces. <laughs> or hollowed out human skulls. Skulls. Correct. Yes. yes. I'm not thinking feces because how do you, do you shellac it? Mm. How do you keep how do you keep it from the liquid from absorbing into the poop and making it from dried poop to liquidy poop? <laughs> Mishalak it. Okay. The so li- Ed Gein was just basically going by olden times when he went and dug up all those skulls and used them for bowls. I guess. All right, good. Gross. <laughs> Anyways. The literal meaning of Spain mm-hmm. is Bullfighting champions, mm-hmm. two dancers, land of rabbits, or romance valley. Two dancers. Land of rabbits. Damn it, I was going to say that. Thank you, family edition. Termites will mm-hmm. eat through wood twice as fast when... They're horny. Listening to rock music, the wood is scented like chocolate, coffee was spilled on the wood... A dog has peed on the wood. Listening to music. Correct. Rock music. (laughs) Why rock music? Maybe because the bass and like the... The The vibration? Yeah. Gets them all going. Mm. We're having a party here. Termite party. Termite party. We're going to eat the wood. Mm, Termite party. It's going to be so good. There's some good wood. There's some good wood. Mm. Uh, Avalanche. Avalanche. (laughs) Everything. (laughs) <laughs> Just a bunch of termites doing uplands. Death drop. Uh, yes, <laughs> termite honey, queen, drop. snap. Mm, uh. Okay. Life is often scarier than fiction. Mm-hmm. Which classic horror film is not based on a true story? Mm-hmm. A Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. Psycho, Child's Play, or It? Child's Play. It. It? Yes. No, Child's Play is fucking. Do- Child's Play is based on like. Oh God damn it! Yeah, it only really makes sense. It. How stupid. Yeah, that time the clown was in the sewers, molesting all those children. You don't remember seeing a clown in the sewers? There's something weird about the book. It. When you read the I've book, I've never it, read it. There's childhood sexuality in the book. It that I am surprised has not been called out. I'm sure it has. Mm. Mm. But, like, I mean, 12-year-old orgy, basically, is what happens in the book It. Oh, oh, that's a little... Yeah, that's a little, like... That's much. You know, so, I mean, I'm wondering, if it wasn't Stephen King, would people get away with writing that without getting a little bit of... I I don't know. I guess it's just... But then again... I don't like that. But the fact of the matter is, he's just describing real life, because I was doing it at 12. You weren't far after. Okay, fair. But I to describe that. it the way that he did. And like also down to the point incorporate he... in the fact that you're saying that it's an orgy. Well, yeah, they have sex before they go into the sewer to kill, to 
to hunt down it when they're kids. Oh, because they could die. And yeah. They wa- Something, or it's to like give them power. I don't fucking know. It's just, I don't know. You know, but, it, you know, I guess if you're going to die, you may as well go with empty nuts. I'm just saying. Romans. Friends, countrymen. Were concerned about fresh breath. Their mouthwash of choice was... Urine. You are correct. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) You guessed it, and it's correct. Okay. What what were the choices? Choices were monkey blood, salt water, breast milk, and urine. So is urine good for for your breath? Well, I don't know. I mean, we have to... Romans did have an empire. We'd have to go back in time and like go to the Roman times and go, "Mm, can I smell your breath? How did I guess that? Oh, hi, I'm from 2022. Can I come smell your breath? You don't really know what I'm seeing. Oh, my God, I'm going to do a TikTok about that. Oh, look, everybody's wearing sandals. Oh, look at this drapery. It's so nice. Everything is so, like, mm. Oh, my God, it's 24-7 frat party here. Everything is so vintage. <laughs> Literally. Anyways. 100% lit. <laughs> All right. God, I'm an asshole. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, I think we've had this question before. Darn it. Read it. No, no. How do you know? Because I know. Right. When a human dies, what's the last sense to stop working? I should know this. Sense of smell, mm-hmm. sense of taste, mm-hmm. sense of sight, mm-hmm. or sense of hearing? Smell. Sense of hearing. Hearing. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. How do they know? I wonder if they hook up. Now, how do you know? I don't know. Maybe how there must be a way to pattern. How the fuck do you that. know that? Hmm. Dear scientists, I would like to inquire on how you determine when a person dies that the last thing that happens, or should I say occurs, is hearing. So it basically says if you ever have a family member that you don't like. When they're on their deathbed, the moment they die, scream really loudly into their ear. Good riddance, you fucker! But you don't want to have anything to do with that? Well, you're rude. I know, right? You didn't even say anything. Why are you suddenly quiet? Sorry, I apologize. You did that for dramatic. Effect. What the fuck? Okay, I'm going to ask you another question, okay? Yes. <sighs> Ray Tomlinson okay. holds a special place in history. He sent the first email to himself in 1971. Sadly, the message was dumb as hell. What did Tom- <laughs> Tomlinson's email say? You're a fucking idiot and you'll never amount to anything. Is this thing on? Question mark. Can you dig it? Question mark. Can you dig it? Ground control to Major Tom. Uh-huh. Or <laughs> Q-W-E-R-T-Y-U-I-O-P. I bet you it's, is this thing on? No, it was Q-W-E-R-T-Y-U-I-O-P. That's not stupid. That's the QWERTY. qwerty That's the top line of the keyboard. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Q-W-E-R-T-Y-U-I-O-P. There it is. I don't look at the keyboard when I type, so I'm not certain of where things are. I just have muscle memory. You're so special. All right, we're going to ask one last final question for the evening. You must admit, I'm a good typer. You are. Final question for the evening, my love. Okay. In 2012, journal study concluded that doing this will increase the likelihood of dreaming about banging. Masturbating. Wait, dreaming about not masturbating. (laughs) Journaling about sex before shutting off the lights. Mm -hmm. Consuming dairy 30 minutes prior to bedtime. Mm, You mean like a glass of milk? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Falling asleep on your side Mm -hmm. or watching porn as you doze off. A bit of money journaling. No? Watching pornography as you doze off. I do that every night. I never dream of banging. Banging. Uh, I love how they call it banging. Banging. Mm, bang. Mm. Want to go bang? What is this, the fucking Howard Stern show over Do you want to go bang? Yeah. Bang so one out. Mm. No, no, to be fair, though, guys, it's no problem saying that. But if you're in a straight relationship 
and you're the guy, it's probably not the best tactic to go, hey, you want to go bang? I mean, I'm sure some women get turned right on by it. Listen, if your significant other, your partner, or the person you're with are fine with you referring to... You know, yeah, let's go bang one out. Let's, sure. let's face it. There are times when you get so horny you know that it saying, really is banging one out. Yeah, you know, like, I'm going to go drop the children off at the pool. I'm going to go drop the children off in you. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's First of all, it's, I'm going to go drop the kids off at the pool. Well, I'm going to drop the children off in you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell the, there's Jeremy, oh, there's Mark, Eduardo. <laughs> Eduardo's made a comeback. Um, Luca sent us a TikTok or something or something on Instagram. And I'll uh, I'll link it to our show notes. But it was basically a guy. And he's like, he's sex is a magician. <laughs> and it, it starts off with him having his oh, 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 oh my god oh, face, right? Yeah. And the and then he plays him he plays his partner underneath going, Did you just finish inside me? And then he's like, I don't know. Why don't you check your mouth? <laughs> and then it goes to the guy and he spits out milk. Oh my God. <laughs> it is so funny because it's like sex is a magician. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it is. Well, listen, baby, it has been a ride, a lovely evening. Thank you for joining Being us. Being afraid. And if you're looking for, you know, some extra content, check us out on our socials at Disturbingly Pragmatic or at DP with DP on Twitter, if it's still up. On the Twitter. If you're listening to this and it's still operational, who knows? Who knows? Um, if you're looking for some an extra little specialness, check out us on Patreon at Disturbingly Pragmatic. And um, I think we've got a, a pretty new li- uh, uh, listener. Oh my God, I'm having a complete stroke right now. You are. A genius. Yeah. No, we have uh, some some good listeners there in Sydney, New South Wales, Australia. Do we have some new people from down under? Well, I noticed that uh, we've had a lot of downloads from there Ooh. Um, recently and, and for the past little while. So if you're from Sydney, New South Wales, New, new South Wales, Australia, if, you've, if you're from there, write us and say hello. Be like Andreas from Vienna. <laughs> Absolutely. Because he wrote and it was fantastic. All right. Thank you for joining us and we'll talk to you in the next one. On to the after show. Bye. <laughs>